Welcome to the Fearlessly Authentic Sash and Soul Podcast, the show that goes beyond the stage, prioritizing a healthy mindset, overall well-being, and triumphs in the pageant journey. In each episode, we dive into the transformative power of embracing authenticity fearlessly. From mindset mastery and self-care strategies to success stories that inspire, this podcast is your go-to guide for navigating the pageant world with confidence and resilience. Join us as we embark on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment, and celebrate the stories of those who fearlessly embraced their authenticity on the path to pageant success. I'm Lila Sherry. And I'm Rihanna Johnson. Welcome to Sash and Soul. Hello. It is the first episode of Sash and Soul. Can you believe that we're here? I can. I can believe that we're here. I feel like it's been a long time coming. We should be here. Yeah, we should be here. It has been a long time coming. This has been a brain baby of mine um, that has been growing for years, literally, literally a decade. I started thinking about doing a podcast when I was Miss Wisconsin in 2014. And now. Did it look the same? Absolutely not. No. That's a great question, actually. No, it has morphed. It has turned and twisted. And I honestly, I never really imagined having a co-host, which is really fun. That is providing so much energy and insight and value to the things that I want to talk about. Just having you here, especially after all the really amazing conversations that we've had. Oh man, you guys, it's going to get deep. Should we explain how we know each other? Yes, I think that's a great idea. All right. So I'm Rihanna Johnson. I am a former Miss Wisconsin in the Miss America organization opportunity. Um, I was Miss Wisconsin in 2011. I took over for Laura Kepler when she won Miss America. I was her first runner up in 2011 at Miss Wisconsin. Then I came back and earned the crown in 2014 and went to Miss America myself. And fast forward many a years. I did some work in nonprofits and business development and burnt out to the point where my mental health was in shambles. And I quit my job with no idea what I was going to do. And about six months later, after I had spent a lot of time healing and soul searching, I launched Fearlessly Authentic Mindset and Communication Coaching. And about a year later, Lila just fell into my DMs. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm interested in learning more. Mm-hmm. And it was so fun because I was like, oh, did so-and-so send you? And you were like, nope, I've just been seeing your posts and needed to reach out and I'll let you take it from there. I was going to say, first of all, the post frequency works. If anybody ever questioned if or whether anybody was seeing their social media posts, 100%, I couldn't stop seeing them. I took it as a sign. Um, I just felt like I had been in the pageant world for, it was coming up on 10 years and I knew I had this big goal of becoming Miss Wisconsin and I knew it was going to be my end goal. And I knew that once that happened, I wanted to be the best version of myself. And I continually felt like I was missing something that I wasn't grasping what it really took to not just become the title holder, but to do the job of the title holder. Um, and I just kept seeing your posts and I thought <laughs> I have to at least reach out. I have to at least talk to this woman. I want to like 
I want to pick your brain in a way <laughs> when I first, I was like, what does she know that I don't? Very quickly come to find out, um, it was just the holistic approach that made it so warm and welcoming. And I, I'm just, I got hooked and I never left. And now here I am as your co-host, but also as Miss Wisconsin 2023. So something works, right? Yes. Yeah. Freshly returned from Miss America. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Man, oh, yeah. for me to be on the other side of things. <laughs> whew. I thought I was nervous while I was there, y'all. <laughs> I've heard that so much that the people that are watching you are always way more nervous. Well, people ask like, well, now that you're back from Miss America, like you can do anything. I feel that way. But I also got more nervous for, say, my first like broadcast news report in the studio than I did to step on stage at Miss America. Mm-hmm. So, so when you and I first started working together, you found out very quickly that mindset was my number one priority. And you already had a really incredible interview, but there was something missing. Can you kind of talk about your interview approach before you started really working on your mindset? Every answer had to be perfect. It had to be exactly what they wanted to hear. And it's silly to even say that now, but I know that's how I felt back then. And it sounds so extreme to be like, yes, I was a perfectionist. But when I say that everything that I thought of was from the viewpoint of whoever was watching me, that became really unhealthy. It was the classic, like, what are they looking for and how can I best fit that? And it wasn't working for me. I wasn't getting anywhere. I'd made top 10 my first year, but again, in my head- At Miss Wisconsin. At Miss Wisconsin, yep. And in my head, I'm thinking- there's got to be more for me. I just felt like there was more that I was missing. And with with our work, a lot of what we did was thought organization. And then a lot of what we did was feeling that open and outward and feeling like whatever I say, I am who I am. I remember repeating that so many times. Mm-hmm. I am who I am. Whatever I say in this room is a culmination of me and my experiences and what I have been through and the people that I want to represent and the message that I have and my bigger purpose. And when I tuned into that and didn't let lose sight of that, everything changed. All of a sudden, there was this humble confidence when you walk into a room where my presence is known, but it's not overpowering. It is just, it's not puffing out. It's not shrinking down. I'm just here. And when that finally clicked for me, man, it, it was like, Pandora's box, the world opened for me. Like the possibilities were infinite. And I know it sounds cliche. I really know. When I've lived through that kind of, when I've felt that getting over the hump, it just, like, it just felt like that's where I should be. It's like a slingshot. You've been pulled so far back. There's so much like resistance. And then once you finally released Mm -hmm. it, you just shot out like a cannon. And it was so much fun to watch. So much fun, but we both know that mindset is not perfect. So after you won Miss Wisconsin, we spent a little bit of time kind of revisiting the basics, Mm -hmm. which is so normal, so normal, you guys. And I think that's something that I want everyone to understand that mindset work is progress, not perfection. It is constant practice of the skills that you learn. And that's something that we talked about a lot and that I practice in my own life. I 
practice what I preach. I don't want to be a hypocrite, but really practicing those mindset skills. Uh, Actually, before we started recording, you were teasing me because of my own perfectionism and anxiety about recording this podcast, which was so funny how the tables turn. But it just goes to show that none of us are immune to mindset glitches. It's what I call them. But we all have limiting beliefs. We all have patterns of thoughts that keep us from achieving everything that we are capable of achieving. And that's the thing is like, we are all perfectly worthy, capable human beings. And it's a matter of clearing that block so that you can really go forward and achieve everything you know you are capable of achieving. But sometimes when we go through a pretty massive change or when other stressors start climbing back in to our experience, our mindset like we kind of go backward a little bit and that's okay. But can you, can you share a little bit about what that was like for you? Because I remember you being like, what is wrong with me? I just want to feel like I did before Miss Wisconsin. I was so clear. I knew what I wanted. I knew my vision was, you know, right in front of me. So what happened? I'm really happy you bring this up because I first want to say that I think it's, it's easy to hear mindset and to think perfect rainbow butterflies all the time. There's no way these people actually have it all together. You're right. The real honest raw truth is that we're all working towards what we're preaching at the same time. And I think that's the beautiful thing of it is that I didn't come to you and you sat here and said, look, I have it all together. Try and be like me. It was let's do this together. We're learning together. Um, And there are steps that we can take to both better ourselves at the same time. And I also didn't say to you, here's the perfect recipe. No, there is not. Take it and build your gourmet experience. I did not say that to you. It's impossible. And anybody that says that, I'll be honest, red flag, because it's just not how it is. But, okay, Miss Wisconsin, I don't want to say I was terrified, but I was pretty terrified for not only competing at Miss America, but how I would feel competing at Miss America. And after I'd become Miss Wisconsin, you have so many people. There are so many opinions. And I'm not just saying the closest circle around you. One thing that you'll notice when you reach a really big goal is that the people that are closest to you will kind of back away a little bit and give you space and let you kind of figure things out on your own and let let you come to them for things that you need help with specifically And then the ones that were never really close to you, that you never really met until you had reached this goal, right? Maybe they're people from the organization. Maybe they're just devout volunteers. All of a sudden, they're the loudest noise in the room. And But these are the people that know you the least. And so I found myself in this really awkward space of, I know who's helped me previously, but why am I getting all these different swirling opinions? And I just, ultimately, I just didn't trust myself anymore because I didn't know who to trust around me. And I got to a point where I was like, I don't know what my why is. I don't know why I'm doing this. I feel like I'm not making a difference. I feel like I'm not being heard when I had the crown on my head. Yeah, I I remember you also asking and like just thinking out loud, like, was this a mistake? (laughs) that was kind of a shocking moment in conversation. And I was like, oh, I have been there. I've been there. 
all of this sounds so darn familiar to me. And you had six months to get ready for Miss America. Well, actually, you didn't know how long you had because we <laughs> didn't know when Miss America was going to be. Oh, we at were that living time. in the unknown. To the <laughs> yeah. definition of living in the unknown. There we were. <laughs> yes, I had three months to prepare for Miss America, mm. so it was it was much faster. And but I, in my experience, and what I saw you develop in your experience was recognizing where you needed to set boundaries and then practicing setting those boundaries. You found your voice. You really found your voice. You finally released any kind of fear of expressing yourself and your needs and your wants for what you wanted your experience to be. And from my perspective, I felt like you did a really beautiful job of approaching the situation with grace and poise, humility, but also like a boss. Thank you. Well, what do you say to somebody that you see from the outside is doing that good job and say that person doesn't necessarily see or feel like they're doing that good job? That's really hard because you have to meet them where they're at. Validate, validate, validate. How often Does it help you when you're feeling really crummy and someone's telling you something that your brain is just not going to believe? Mm -hmm. That's never helpful. It actually may also increase your level of shame Mm. and just feeling more yucky about how you feel. And then now we're in a spiral. Oh, shame needs to be a topic of conversation. I'm writing that down right now. Mm -hmm. It's so true, though. How often did you find yourself just being mad at yourself for feeling what you were feeling? especially as a title holder and especially as somebody going to Miss America. Mm, Go on. You feel like when you have a sparkly hat on, you're supposed to have, you're not only supposed to have this perfect life, which obviously we now know is untrue and impossible, but you feel like you need to present to the world that you have this perfect life because you feel like you're protecting other people's dreams. And now I sit here and all I wish is that somebody would have said, you know what? It's not as amazing as it maybe looks like. And that's okay. Do you still want it? I would have been like, heck yeah. I just wish somebody would have gotten down to that level of being like, to some extent, hey, it's just a pageant. You're going to be a different person coming out of it. And it's not going to be because of the reasons that you think but I still would have wanted it, you know? And if it's meant, it still would have happened and it still would have felt right. And it still would have been in alignment with everything that I was just that, that piece of like, again, what was I missing? The thing is, is you can tell someone over and over again, how much they're going to grow through the adversity that they're going to experience, how real and raw it's going to feel going through this brand new experience that really doesn't have any kind of instructions on how to handle most of it. But words do not teach, experiences teach. So what matters most is having people in your circle that you trust and knowing who to go through to for what. Then, you know, the other thing that we've talked about is you were mentioning like your supporters and your kind Mm -hmm. of new supporters within the organization uh, as Miss Wisconsin is like really compartmentalizing certain people. And if they're not in your inner circle, then what they say shouldn't hold as much weight to you. 
as the people that are in your inner circle. And that goes for haters online, DMs that you would get on social media after events, Mm. stuff like this that's happening to title holders every single day. If these people are not in your inner circle, then it's got to bounce off. What did I tell myself that I feel like was really helpful? It was, if you don't want to be like them, their opinion doesn't matter, essentially. Like if it wasn't my mom or somebody, one of my closest friends growing up that knew me to my core, that have seen what I've been through, that know why I am the way that I am, you know what? That's it. If you don't know why I am the way that I am, you don't get to judge me on who I am. Brilliant. That narrows down people like that. That's so true and such a hard thing to really conceptualize and put into practice. And I've said to clients in the mastermind program, the Fearlessly Authentic Mastermind or the FAM, if you don't know, that's what we call it. I have said, look, it's not like I don't have haters. Yeah. Over here in my position as a coach, former title holder, I had haters back when I was Miss Wisconsin. I still have haters today. I know that. And I've had to get to a point where that's not mine to own. What I do own is my intentions. What are my intentions? Why do I do the work that I do? So, hey, all comes back to the why. All comes back to the big picture. You know, and sometimes when you're losing sight of that big picture, like you did early on in Miss Wisconsin, your year as Miss Wisconsin, it may be that your why is evolving and you have to give it a little bit of time so that you can process the evolution of your new ever-changing why. The biggest and hardest lesson that I learned after becoming Miss Wisconsin was that it, it was never about the goal. I became Miss Wisconsin. I reached the biggest goal that I thought I would ever do up until this point in my life. And while it is, it was a big accomplishment and I'll never downgrade that. It was never actually about the goal. It was about who I became in the process. It was about understanding that I could overcome myself during this process to become somebody that I wanted to be. One of our first conversations was, I was telling you, I cannot keep doing the habits that I know is not creating who I want to be. I have to let go of who I am now to become who I want to be. And that was the hardest thing to let go of, like the hardest lesson to learn and let go of this big goal that I thought was going to be everything. And it was, right? Mm. But also, and it wasn't really that. It w- it ended up just being, you know, it's it's going to end up as maybe something on a piece of paper, maybe for the next few years, even then it's not going to be on my resume for that long. You know, there's going to be more things. And uh, it's never actually about the goal. It's about who you become in the process of becoming that goal. Okay. And, you know, nobody can see your face right now except for me, but the <laughs> excitement and the joy that I see all over your face of recognizing that, yeah, have that goal, reach that goal, but then there's more. And then there's more goals. And then there's more. You're going to reach a goal and then it's going to be the next thing. It's empowering because you let go of the outcome. You let go of the number that you play sat at Miss America. You let go of how many times it took you to get your state or even local title. You let go of how much money you earned at the end of the day because it was never about that anyways. Mm-hmm. And this is why it's called Sash and Soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I get so passionate, especially talking to you. So, 
we do. We we get a little like buzzy. Yeah. Describe it. It's like buzzy. Absolutely. Yep. Let's recap. Yeah. I mean, all right. So we got a two-time former Miss Wisconsin. And almost 10 years later, we have the current Miss Wisconsin. Hopefully, our goal is to give back everything that we wish we knew. I mean, that's the best way that I can put it. At its core, that's what it is. I just really want to provide value to the world. And my goal, because I really struggled as Miss Wisconsin with pretty severe mental health anxiety. And my experience at Miss America said it to all of my clients. I'm going to say it publicly right now. I choked because I was worrying about all the things that I couldn't control. I was comparing myself. I was worrying about the outcome. I was stressing over little things that in hindsight, if I could have just released that and just immersed myself in the experience, I would have had so much more fun. And that's the piece that I am most sad about is how stressful it was for me and that I didn't feel the joy that I had always dreamt of experiencing. And now, you know, I I started this program, Fearlessly Authentic, because I really just wanted to help women experience the joy, to have the fun, to feel good about themselves. And actually, I wanted to be a communication coach, but mindset just naturally became a bigger priority because mindset flows into everything else that you do. You will have better talent rehearsals if your mindset is right. You will have a better interview, better mock interviews if your mindset is right. You will feel better about your body and what you're putting out there in evening gown, in fitness, in swimsuit if your mindset is right. And you will treat your body better if your mindset is right. Your overall experience will be so much better and you will be that much more powerful and successful if you get the mindset right. And again, mindset is not perfect ever, but what we do is we have to work on the skills and the tools that you need to overcome mindset glitches, to strengthen your mindset in the long run so that mindset glitches don't have to become so overwhelming in the moment. You need to know what tools to use. What are you going to pull out of that toolbox to use in the moment? That's so much of what we actually work on. With my mental health struggles that I've had for most of my life, and then how much that influenced my years, Miss Wisconsin, I really, that's not how it should be. Pageants are supposed to be fun, they're not supposed to be your life. And I want to bring the fun back, I want to bring the joy back. That's one of the first things you told me, and I'm sure you tell most everyone, but pageants should not be your entire life. We just went through this big plan of what you want to do and all of your intentions when you become a title holder, and then you end it by saying, well, this shouldn't be your whole life. You remember when I made you take a break from prepping? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is still like one of the scariest phrases that you could say and I hear you say it to other people and so I always knew like man if she says this to me like okay all right I don't know how I'm gonna react right and I remember you being like 
I'm about to say something that you're probably not going to love me for in the moment right now, but I know there's a method to my madness. And I just knew you were going to tell me to take a break. And I did take that break. And I came back fresh, ready. And it was like, it was like a matter of a few days really where I let myself just breathe. And that in and of itself was enough. And I came back just feeling like myself again, feeling like I knew where I wanted to go, even if I wasn't 100%, because that's not the perfect formula again. But again, feeling like, okay, I released something. It's really not that serious. Let me get back to where, let me see where I want to be again. Because at that point, I wasn't even seeing where I wanted to be anymore. It was so dang cloudy. Not, Not that the clouds go away, but you see like a peak of the sunshine and you're like, ah, all right. I see where I wanted to be again. And it's just that little little moving the needle is kind of what how I always see it. It's just you're constantly moving the needle in the right direction. And so pageants are not supposed to be your life, right? We've we've established this. Pageants are not your life. They're a part of your life. They're a hobby. They're fun. You grow in so many ways and you can do incredible things for your community, your state, for the country, for the world as a title holder. All these wonderful things that we gain from competing and representing an organization in that way. Great. But we also say you need to be yourself, be authentic, be true to who you are, show up as you. My dad would always say, just be you. It became a thing that I could expect him to say to me every time that I was competing or every time that I had something going on as Miss Wisconsin or when I was leaving his house, just be you. But how in the world are you going to be yourself? If you don't actually live your life in alignment with who you are. Exactly. And I'm talking live your life like when your friends are asking you to go out with you after work and you always give them a rain check, always, always. And I'm talking about you, Lila. That's problematic. Go out with your friends. It's not going to keep you from succeeding. And look, you went out with your friends and lo and behold, you still became Miss Wisconsin. They're going to be listening and they're going to be like, that was the reason why. (laughs) I know you wanted to. You had a fear. You had a fear that if you were not focused 100% on your goals, that you would not achieve them. And at some point, you got to let go, let the universe do its job. Me having quality time with people that I love does not take away from my former accomplishments, my current accomplishments, and my current goals. Again, it's who did you become in the process? If I was somebody that let go of all of my friends, my social life, people that supported me because I wanted to become Miss Wisconsin, who would I be after I became Miss Wisconsin? That's not right. No, it's really not. And spending time with the people that you love includes yourself. Mm. You have to spend, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm distracted. There's such a cute puppy outside. You, it's just flopping and running around my heart. (laughs) it's the little things so anyway self-care loving on yourself when you're talking about spending time with the people that you love and how that actually enhances yourself and uplifts you towards your goals and never takes away you have to include yourself in that category spending time quality time with yourself is so important How are you going to know how to love anybody else if you don't really know how to love yourself? And I'm not talking ooey gooey love. I'm talking like deep gratitude, understanding, compassion, compromise, 
with yourself. That's got to be a part of it. Yeah. When I realized that when I was beating myself up for not being perfect, I realized that you you have these expectations for yourself. And then somehow it kind of seeps into relationships with other people, friends, your expectations of your friends. And all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm asking this of myself. But then you turn around, but I wouldn't ask this of my friend. Mm-hmm. And then this is really weird. Mm-hmm imbalance. Right. And it sounds, again, like I feel like people hear it all the time, but you treat yourself, you talk to yourself like a friend. And when people start truly doing that, and I mean, it's fine that you relate to this meeting because you are a human and other people are also humans and they are fully capable humans that can figure out what to do with this 10 minutes of time. Like, it it again you give yourself grace but also you realize in places that you felt like you were selfish maybe you could have said the same thing about the other person or like it's all about perspective yeah i'm just building off of what you said i mean if you can't if you can't love yourself i mean at that point screw anybody else like it doesn't even matter you might as well be so isolated because it's what it feels like when you ask set these high expectations for yourself, it's isolating. You might as well not be around and connected to other people because you can't. Well, I think it's important to say too, at this point, that it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Giving yourself grace is maybe one of the most difficult and challenging things that you'll ever have to practice. But the key word is practice. We're not talking about perfect. Perfect is intimidating. Think about that, right? Like, Perfect is intimidating. Yeah. When someone's trying to be impressive, you're like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so if you are struggling, if you are finding yourself struggling with really not liking yourself very much, and I have been there. Oh, man, I've been in the throes of that. And I'm sure we'll dive into some of that in a future episode. We definitely don't have time for that today. I have so much compassion and empathy for someone that's really struggling to see their true worth. And so my advice is seek help. When I talked about quitting my job and having that six months of trying to find myself and get back up on my feet, it was therapy and the appropriate medication that really helped me do that. I learned a lot about myself and I still see my therapist, if not every week, every other week. It's essential for me to continue being healthy and successful, not only as a coach and a businesswoman, But as a friend, as a wife, as a sister, as an aunt, as a daughter, the list goes on. Taking care of myself became my number one priority. And then all of a sudden, everything else started falling in line. And it has been this really beautiful journey. And a journey too, where even when I do experience a huge upset, and I Mm -hmm. I did this last year, I knew I will be okay. I will crawl out of this. I'm going to feel yucky right now. It's going to be horrible for some time. But I loved myself enough to know I can give myself that time in that space and I'll still be probably better for it. So I guess my message is you don't have to do it alone and you shouldn't do it alone. You just have to find someone that works for you, whether that's a therapist, depending on your level of struggle, or a coach that can really help you from an outside perspective, really see the true value and worthiness of who you are. I want to pretty much end on that, but I want to add before we go that I 
I developed a lot of respect, not only for you, but also for myself, right? When it comes to being a title holder and ultimately somebody who is going to continue to mentor young women in any capacity, probably for the rest of my life. I got a lot of respect from seeing you go through a really difficult time, continuing to show up for your clients, but also being so raw and real and honest about where you were at. And then the tools that you were using because of that. And when you, I don't want to say get down to your client's level, but when you put yourself in the same space, it just, it becomes this really collaborative experience where you just become humans loving on each other. And it doesn't become this higher level. I'm trying to teach you something by talking at you. It's you're living what you're doing. And and I'll end on that. Can't get rid of me. I'm so glad I can't get rid of you. And yes, this is probably a good time to wrap it up because I am starting to cry. So this has been so much fun. And I I can't wait. I cannot wait to see where this show takes us, who we're going to talk to. Oh my gosh, you guys, our list of potential and guests that we have officially lined up is so much fun. So Ooh. <laughs> it's going to be so great. I can't wait. All right, you guys, take care of yourselves. Go easy. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Hey, we want you to be a part of our growing community. Hit that subscribe button now to stay up to date with the latest insights and strategies straight from industry experts and seasoned competitors. Whether you're a seasoned competitor or just starting your journey, our podcast is your go-to resource for all things pageantry. In each episode, we explore topics like mastering the interview, perfecting your stage presence, navigating the world of pageants, and cultivating confidence. And while you're at it, leave us a review. Your feedback fuels our passion to bring you valuable content that resonates with your journey. Join our community of successful women from around the globe. Subscribe, tune in, and let's embark on this journey together.